does the man want to do that because he thinks she's getting pleasure from it? Or does he want to do it because it's dirty or naughty? Maybe he wants to do it because he thinks she's not getting pleasure Some from it. Some women claim to get there? pleasure from that. <clears throat> so it's not impossible yes, he wants to. Yeah, it's I've, not I've impossible he wants to do it. Multiple women that like prefer it, ask for it, request it. That ask for a finger up their butt. Yeah. And my recollection about this is the way that they ask for it is they just wiggle their butt or something. They don't actually say it. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is often controversial, but mostly in good faith. On today's show, we are going to talk about a deal to try pegging in exchange for anal, whether to tolerate awful sex, women taking agency in their own pleasure, and more. I am Keith. My co-host is Mike. Uh, long time no talk, Mike. Well, not for our listeners, but yeah, we recorded That's a couple true. episodes. And then do you want to tell why our listeners why your voice is so kind of soft and yeah, lifting today? <laughs> I have covid Oh, it's and, not uh, because you got pegged for the first time and no, sort of changed it, it your is, personality? It is not an autobiographical uh, story we're going to uh, get into later. So COVID has put a crimp in your... <sighs> how long have you had COVID? Um, like more than two weeks. I, I had it and then it, it was testing negative for a while and now I'm testing positive again. Uh, well, but you're you're pretty clearly on the tail end. You showed me your most recent test, and it was very yes. faint. Yes, if that means anything, the faintest of lines. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you have been excluded. Have Have you done any dating while COVID positive? <laughs> no, I have not. If I had, it, I, I wouldn't say so because they're really deplorable. Fair. But I actually have not. How does it go when you tell a young lady that you need to beg off of a date because of COVID? Like, does it? Are they welcoming um, to that or do they sort of, does it not work? <laughs> it's interesting. So uh, I had two dates lined up with, with two different uh, ladies and I canceled both of them and I told both of them, hey, I'm really sorry about this. I, I'd like to reschedule, but I don't even know when I'm going to be better. I don't know what like the right number of days after I start testing positive, uh, start testing negative sure. until I could actually see anyone anyway. And they were both like, oh, thanks for letting me know. That's too bad. You know, hope you're feeling better. Um, Was that, did they ghost you then? Well, I mean, what are they supposed to do? Check in on me? Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, they could offer to bring me soup. I've had friends do that. You you didn't do that, but I've had other friends do that. Yeah, I think, I, I'm not sure what I, what if anything I did. It's a fair point. I mean, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> Uh, I would, I've, I would decline any at all soup offers. Uh, the, uh, so, but okay, but, but it did, it did, did it derail the dating procedure completely? <sighs> I suspect it will. Okay. Yeah, it okay. Will have, yeah. And no woman asked to sort of, you know, care for you kind of like, I'll help you get through this. I'll nurse you. Nobody wanted to nurse you. I don't I've mean had, nurse in the I've lactation friends, way. But none of these would be people. There was somebody that I was That's interesting. Uh that I'd been on a, a few dates with who uh I actually think maybe the person who got me sick. Uh oh good. She offered I actually I think she might have made me soup and then offered to bring it to me. I'd, I I I went back and, and read our text messages and I thought she was like offering to bring me soup, but I went back and reread and it actually reads like she made me soup and then I, I declined it. Oh, interesting. Uh, 
She so, made you something. I, I thought you were going to say that she she wanted to sell it to you. <laughs> her offer. No, I mean, you know, I've had the COVID excuse used on me at least a half dozen times. It, it feels like a dozen, but it's probably more like a half dozen. And so, okay. when I was using it uh, because I actually had COVID, I, it occurred to me that it's not the most believable thing. So I, I tried to compensate for that by saying like, oh, I'd really like to reschedule. How many days should I test negative? You know, I was trying to get some feedback back. Sure. Um, we might as well, I mean, since this is not a topic that's brought up in the media or has been around this pandemic, it, it, uh, it obviously killed a lot of people and so on and so forth. Um, but we don't know whether it killed people's interest in masturbating. So would you I say have... that COVID has any Delta versus say a cold or a flu on that? So <laughs> did you read my notes for today's show? No, I didn't, but just, <laughs> okay. I just thought of it. I have been masturbating like an insane amount. And, Interesting. You know, part of it is I've been locked in my house for going on three weeks now. And so I'm pretty bored. But uh, I mean, I mean, today I've already masturbated three times. And it's, I masturbated. Uh, 4 p.m. Our, our time. So so you three, what time did you wake up? Uh, probably 7, 7 a.m. Okay, so on average, you've masturbated every five, seven, eight, uh, every three hours or two and yes. a half hours, two hours and forty minutes so far today. I guess, yeah. Okay, yeah. and that's just you think a function of that's it's, assuming like, I didn't... masturbated as soon as I woke up, which actually is not quite the case. True. Uh, so, it, but it doesn't it doesn't uh, lower your sex drive. In other words, like I, I think that I, it's fair to say a cold and a, or a flu kind of does make it less something you want to be doing. Yeah, I agree. I I don't remember for sure. I I wish I wish I was more careful about tracking my orgasms, but I'm not. So I'm mm-hmm. just relying on my my memory here. But my recollection is, yeah, when you have a cold or flu and you're really congested, I yeah. think it, it's hard to do anything that's even a little bit physical. It just feels like a lot of work. But sure. I don't really have body aches or body soreness, and so. Uh, I've been is, able to so wait, is the thing keeping you in, is the thing cooping up you in your apartment just sort of like a social uh, a willingness to kind of uh, quarantine yourself to protect others? I mean, that's pretty yeah, laudable. If so, I, I, well, I mean, my my main social outlet is my run club, and I haven't been okay. doing that because I can't run, and also I think showing up to uh, to a ride with COVID would be uh, considered poor form. And the runs you guys do are often long enough that you might have to stop to masturbate, it sounds like. Yeah. I mean, if this is my new my new normal, uh, you know, right. I, yeah, I'm going to have to try to work it into my, to my long It's hard runs. to like do a good marathon time if you can't go very long without beating off. Yeah. Okay. So, so you found throughout the entire, there wasn't even one day when you were in the depths, the throes of this. That you kind of took a day off or a week off or something. There must have been, but again, I don't have a spreadsheet. I have spreadsheets okay. for a lot of things, but not for that. I was also thinking that if you lost your, did you lose your sense of taste and or smell? No. Okay, because I, my, then you could have a little bit. A little bit. I was there were a few days when I was a little bit congested, and I got mm-hmm. a little panicked about the loss of lack of taste. But no, that okay. was, it was okay. just because I couldn't breathe through my nose. Not so there was no way to use COVID. this to like. Uh, get over your fear of semen either. No. Yeah, it would have been a good time to try semen for the first time. Well, I mean, you wouldn't really get the full experience. 
Try semen. <laughs> oh man, that's that doesn't sound good when you say it that way. Have you seen those ads on Pornhub uh, for semen semenax? I think it's called semen max. Maybe these are the ones where it looks like uh, <clears throat> a person's penis is basically turned into like a, a a glue dispenser or something. The the amount of semen that comes out. Uh, the ad I've been seeing, and I've been using Pornhub a lot, and I guess my ad blocker doesn't get the Pornhub ads this week. You know, it's sort of like a battle between the uh, steroid takers and the steroid testers. There's sure. these brief windows where the ad blockers don't catch the newest ad technology. But anyway, the ad is, you know, and it has to be five seconds because after five seconds you can skip it. So they, you know, they right. really want to deliver the 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 nut before <laughs> for the, yeah, the punchline has to come really quick. Yeah. So there's two shot glass two shot glasses and on the left it says ah, right. before semen X and on the right, uh, you know, after semen max. And uh they, they they're pouring some fluid. It, it I don't understand like who the target. So I have seen that and I don't understand who the target market market is for it, because I think like teenagers and like people in their twenties who think that like semen volume is really important and and sure, but believe that there is something you could do to meaningfully change your semen volume. That makes sense to me. But the thing I don't understand is showing a shot glass full of semen as a way to market the product. Yeah, it's right? not it my would, favorite ad. It would be like this. It would be like if you, uh, if you were, let's say you were a, a marketer at, uh, is it Procter and Gamble that makes Metamucil? I'm not sure, but say a, a, a makers of Metamucil, mm-hmm. makers of like <clears throat> some other sort of bowel regularity product, and your suggestion was to show a toilet just getting full <laughs> of like shit as the ad. It's like that's not right. right. Like, like people want you to be a little bit kind of oblique in the a way coy. you. Yeah. And I mean, I, yeah, I can see people buying such a product because of the things you said, but, but yeah, I mean, you'd want to, I don't know, use like, have like a super soaker that like shoots a lot of water, but don't make them cause yeah, it's, it's, and you're in the middle of beating off when you see it and it's yeah. really disgusting. It's like, what? I, I, I wish I'm looking forward to next week when it's a new ad. These ad, it always seems to be one to three ads in the, in the constant rotation. My favorite ads on there, so I only ever see them if I'm on a phone instead of a computer. I'm not sure why my computer ad blocker seems to work well for the, for Pornhub. But my favorite ad, it's not my favorite, but the one that's most notable that I get on the phone is this woman who just says, tired of beating off alone. And she says <laughs> it really loudly and like, uh, with a, like yeah. they put a lot of compression on her voice. So the problem is if you have the sound up at all on your phone, yeah, like it's much louder than the sound of the porns, and I mean, so it's it's basically designed to embarrass you. Right. So somebody walking by wherever you are hears just that, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think what the other ads are. There's one and who's for... who's tired of beating off alone. I mean, like that's the point. Yeah. No. Uh, well, yeah, th- that's right. So w- I think that's for a site called Baitmate. And okay. I haven't clicked the ad, but presumably. It's so that you can masturbate online with somebody, but I assume it's a woman who's supposed to. Well, first of all, it's I a, would hope I have so. to give them bravo that you remember the name. Like, obviously, their ads working on someone. I did not know the name yeah. of the product or service. Yeah, <clears throat> we should uh, reach out to them for a sponsorship. Uh, <laughs> just kidding, we don't we don't do sponsorships. But uh, the uh, the uh, yeah, I mean, that's I'm not sure what the idea is there. I could go to baitmate.com and see. It, there's I'm a no scared. site. I was just checking myself. Okay. So maybe it's maybe not you invented that name. Yeah. But but the idea I mean it's something like that, I think. I'll I'll commit to click through. I mean, Mike, what's going on here is I think most people don't masturbate three times a day. And so 
you know, <laughs> they have their normal sort of ad replacement cadence. And for me, it's it's not often enough because I'm I'm getting oversaturated in uh, right. content here. I don't. I mean, I, like, I guess I would like company while beating off, but it would. I'd need something like a holodeck from Star Trek. It would have to be something at that level, like just just some oh, woman yeah. on the screen who's going to, I guess, compliment my dick is not going to get there. Yeah. I, and how would you position yourself so that your webcam? I guess it doesn't have to. You could just put it on your cocks. They they don't need to see your face. There are definitely guys on Chatterbait who will in the comments try to get people to click on their profile. And I've clicked on it before and they do just have the camera aimed at their crotch. Okay. And you just see their dick. And yeah. so there's some allure appeal to that. Um, mm. They've weaponized it basically. <clears throat> yeah. Although I assume it's erotic for them. They're not just doing it to like because they know it bums me out. But, but maybe uh you, th- yeah, and they have some hope that the cam girl will click and look at it as well. Probably. Right. Yeah, okay. That all makes sense. But I just <laughs> I would think most men would feel a little bit uncomfortable with the concept of going on camera and masturbating with someone. Even if they in concept would like to have the company of a beautiful woman watching them. There's a what if she was, hang on, if, if, if there was a beautiful woman masturbating and, and it was believable at the same time, you wouldn't, that wouldn't amp it up a little for you? Okay. First of all, let's just acknowledge that's not, whatever that site is, it's <laughs> not that. <laughs> but yeah, in that's concept, true. if there was a beautiful woman who was super into me and she wanted to watch me masturbate, that might amp things up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, if a person, and by the way, if a person wants to understand what cam girls actually think, I do recommend, even though I was one of the subreddits I've been banned from, is the Cam Girls Pro- Cam Girl Problems subreddit. Yeah, really gives you like an insight into what they think, and it's not good. In fact, yeah, it's just so ordinary. Oh no, it's it's. I mean, well, okay, yeah. There's a lot of ordinary, but but there's to the extent that they have sort of strong feelings or strong thoughts about stuff, it's really negative about the men. It's really pejorative toward them, and it's kind of it's kind of amazing that they're able to carry on with that kind of work given how badly, how ill they think of the, of the men and how they're, how it's all just like, how many tokens can I get out of these guys? Yeah. I mean, the kind of man who frequents that kind of site really is sort of pathetic and degenerate. So why uh, do you think I'm pathetic and degenerate? Keith? <laughs> uh, I don't think you're the standard uh, chatterbait. I think user. I am. I think I th- it's that you think the most people there are that... there just anthropologically. No, no, I, I enjoy it sometimes. I mean, like they have some, you know, there's stuff on there that's good. What like percentage good. of your masturbation sessions do you use Chatterbait for? Under five. Okay. And what percentage of your visits to Chatterbait are to masturbate versus anthropological? I'll look at it sometimes just to sort of like have some arousing content. Like sometimes if you just go off. like, the, the thing about it is that I don't care, <clears throat> like I don't participate in the little games they play on there where they're trying to get you to give them tokens to like yeah. get them to do the next thing on their menu. I don't really care. Like from my perspective, it's like looking at a Playboy magazine. It's like, oh, look, here's some attractive people. Right. It's yeah, they try like, to gamify it, right? They're like, oh, if if I get 100 tokens from my audience, I'll show you my asshole or something, right? Right. There was one I saw recently. <clears throat> Her whole shtick was that she was brand new. Uh-huh. It was actually a clever shtick. And so but, she said she'd never like shown the virgin her- porn. Yeah, she'd never shown her naked body on cam hmm. and also that she was really shy. So what she would do is she would demand like tons and tons of tokens. She would get them from a, like they would sum up the tokens given by a bunch of people 
I mean, um, of course, remember that like the total she was getting was like 30 bucks. I know. But okay. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And then she would show something and then she would run out of the room, which was obviously just an affected thing she was doing. Oh, she's trying uh, to uh, act shy. being a shy person. Okay. Yes. Like, oh, I, I can't believe I just did that. But it's just some emotional content and uh, people fall for it. So, I mean, there are people, there are a lot of people with uh, just no access to women, I guess, which yeah. is unsurprising I mean, when you uh, consider the incel commentary. I can imagine, you know what it's like? It's a little bit like gambling. Like I can imagine when you go to Vegas, you see all the lights and all the different games have slightly different strategies for getting their hooks into you. And yeah. I can see it and I can imagine falling for that. But for me, I don't really. And yeah. so it's sort of the same with, with Chatterbait. Like I can imagine being in a room with a girl. And even though I don't completely believe her, feeling like I have some agency in the next thing she's going to do could right. be sort of titillating. It, it, it's not for me, but I can I can imagine. Yeah, I could imagine being titillating too. I think that the bad feeling I would get from having to pay for that agency. But if somebody gave, yeah. here's the thing, if somebody gave me like, you know, 10,000 Chatterbait tokens, I would probably spend them. Hmm. You know, I would yeah. probably spend them. It would be kind of fun, but I would probably would do, try to do something. Things. Yeah, you would try to do something <clears throat> preposterous. You would try That's to do right. little experiments. <laughs> Yeah, like well, I, I, I see you have a banana on your counter over there to see what you can come up with. Yeah, yeah. Go into your garage and get a screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the first twenty tokens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. I wonder if there are any people on. Are there any viewers on Chatterbait that are like sort of famous because they're they're interesting? I don't know the answer to that. Huh. There certainly are heavy, like, uh, what would you call it? Like, I, I was going to say heavy hitters, but people who spend a lot, like kind of repeat customers who are on there a lot. So there's um, infamous users, but maybe not. Well, I mean, I guess they're, they're just people that the women will talk about because they soak them for a lot of money and they're proud of it. I see. You know, they're well, and good they probably customers. get excited when they come in the room, right? Because. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a definitely like an 80-20 or 90-10 rule with the users on Chatterbait. Like most people give you almost nothing and then there's a right. set of whales. And I don't really know what motivates those people. I think Twitch is the same way. Uh, I really don't know where the money comes from for, for Twitch because I always assume that like the the modal person on there is like a 13-year-old boy. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm sure that it's very few of the producers make anything even worth discussing. Right. But those few do make a ton, and so. Um, and notably on Twitch, the dynamic, as I understand it, is there are the people that are really good at the video game, and then there is the attractive women who are okay at the video game, or whatever it is that they're doing, right? Yeah, I guess there are going to be some attractive women that are also really good, but I think that's a very, very small Venn diagram there. There's uh, the game that I play the most is Heroes of the Storm, and I watch uh, some people play it on. Uh, Twitch and their skill at the game is not a requirement for it to be compelling to watch. It's it's more important if the person is compelling to watch. Like they say okay. interesting things, or like there's this one guy that gets tilted all the time, and he's sort of fun to watch because he's just so miserable as a person. And for some reason, I find that entertaining. Does he like but, throw the computer across the room and stuff like that? He's just constantly complaining about his teammates, and nothing is ever his fault, and. He's so certain of his it's kind of superiority. Funny. It's, uh, you know, 
It's the human condition. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, that reminds me. Have you noticed? I've dated a few women who have TikToks. And, you know, occasionally I'll get served a TikTok or a reel and I'll click through to see how many views and like what their other um, videos have, have gotten. Sure. First of all, is there a way to sort on TikTok by number of views? You can't, right? No. I mean, there might be on the web interface, but on the there mobile isn't. interface, there definitely is not. Okay, okay. Then no, there isn't. Huh. Yeah, they must be doing that on purpose, probably because you would get a uh, sort of manifest destiny thing that the top things would always be at the top. So they'll stay at the top or something. Well, and also there's an element of a timeline. So like there often there'll be yeah. multi-part things or things that are responses to things. So they're encouraging mm. you to kind of follow. Okay. Follow All right, whatever. The, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised that people create TikToks and Instagram content and social media content generally when they have modest followings. Like... Are they imagining that they're going to like get big someday? Like that's their hope. Surely that's why they're making. You mean people things. that aren't just sharing like everyday things? People that are making kind of produced content that seems yeah. like it took a while to make. Oftentimes poorly produced, but uh, mm -hmm. it took more than it, it's more than them just walking down the street and saying something extemporaneously. Yeah, I mean, yes, I think that in general they're hoping that and they'll be the know, one that gets lucky. They'll have dozens or a hundred of these videos. You know, one of them will have gotten like ten thousand views once, but you know, most of them are in the hundreds or the low thousands, and it's just such a modest uh, amount of interest. And it's I don't know, it, yeah. it feels a little pathetic. Yeah, well, I mean, but that's that's probably how people, the people that get uh, known, start out, right? Of course, yeah. There's a chicken. Uh, chicken and egg thing there i guess yeah yeah all right okay all right uh let's get into some of these topics i teased in the intro so uh we have the the normal uh you know if you let me peg you then you can do anal with me situation here but uh wanted to I have an interesting take on this. All right. So uh, this person says, girlfriend said I could do anal if she could peg me. I oblige. She's backing out of her end of the deal. So I have a big anal fetish. And of course, I've been with my girlfriend for three years and I've asked her to do anal the first time, two times. She said no. And that was in the beginning of the relationship. But I just recently asked again and she made the deal that if she could peg me first with a dildo, the size of my penis, that I could do anal on her. I agreed because it was a fair proposition to see the pain she would have to go through so I could be more gentle with her when it was my uh, time to, sorry, this guy's grammar. When it was my turn, time goes on and we clone my penis and she pegs me with it. So, okay. I'm putting some words in his mouth here, but I think he got, you know, there's those services where you can get a wax yeah. mold of your penis and they'll make a, a dildo of your penis. Yeah. So. You can do it mail order. You can just make a, a mold and then I don't know if it's wax. I'm not sure what exactly <laughs> it is, it but work? yeah. They'll... Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, I think it's something that hardens around your penis and then like it's in, uh, like in two, like a shell, two parts. So then you can mail it to them. And and do they, they make... send you packaging so that it doesn't get damaged in transit? I, I think so. Yeah, there's some some way that works. I, I know I've seen a porn or some video of a woman doing this procedure of her labia to make into a kind of a fleshlight like toy. Couldn't you make your like whatever makes this mold? Couldn't you just use the mold and use your own wax then to make your own? Like, why do you have to set dildo? Back? Yeah. I mean, a, a dildo is not made of wax. It's made of something else, right? Would wax work? I mean, it would be pretty unforgiving and rigid and also might break. And 
splinter okay. and right. so forth. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, this guy goes on. I didn't hate it, but I didn't enjoy it either to me. It was meh. Now that my end of the deal has been sealed, she's be- she's backing up and saying, I don't want to go through with this anymore and profusely keeps apologizing to me. To me, I feel kind of used because if she never promised to do anal, I would have never let her pick me in the first place. As of now, I've taken time to myself just to collect my thoughts. I would have we'll never let her, her in the pick morning. me, meaning I you wouldn't have dated her? I don't, I don't know, man. Okay. Guy's, English is not his first language. Uh, and then he says, edit, left her. Thank you all. Not responding to comments. Now, you know, a lot of people, some people say the obvious thing. You, 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 made, you both made a stupid decision to make your sex transactional, which is unhealthy and unsustainable. She's also then broken that trust because she thought she could bluff you out of something she's uncomfortable about. Uh, of course, she did this because you are clearly interested and she wants to make you happy. Okay. And this guy points out, you've asked three times after being told no. Here's the thing that I think is sort of a, I don't know, maybe this isn't that interesting. Okay. He didn't like it. He didn't like receiving the anal, but then he still wants to do it to her. Is there Mm -hmm. anything else like this in sex where it's like, there's something I really want to do to you that I know is physically uncomfortable for you. I I know it's physically uncomfortable because you did it to me first. Like I've, I've experienced that displeasure, but I, I, I'm putting my own pleasure at such a, uh, in such a position that I, I want to make you feel badly. Is there anything else? in sex well you're not i mean are you going to reject you're probably going to reject it if i argue that like just the physical act of penetration is like that i want to penetrate you i don't want to be penetrated because you Uh, could look you could be pegged they have they have an orifice i don't have and my maybe it's naive uh assumption is that the feeling of being penetrated in the hole they're uh, (laughs) biologically meant to be penetrated in is mm-hmm. less of an imposition, maybe not even at all in a position. And with me, of course, not in a position because I'm, okay. I'm so great at sex. Um, yeah, I would expect that, that that's different than, than anal. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's fair. So, so because I mean, you could be pegged by a sufficiently thin or something dildo. So it wouldn't, yeah. I'm sure it would basically not be painful. Uh, like something the size of a finger it would be, you know, I, I, I'm not sure. Um, okay. But we, yeah, we can set that aside. So like yeah. just, just the act of penetration. So the question is, so, I mean, yeah, there are other things here, but is there something that, uh, some other thing where, or is it, is there a normal or commonly done thing where it's like, I, I want to do this to you, but I don't want you to do it to me Yeah, because it would be painful. Uh, sure. Like I'm, I'm trying to think of an analogy here. Like what this guy is doing is actually kind of shitty. He's like, Oh, I tried it myself. I discovered it sucks. Yeah, but I still want to do it. I still want to do it to you. It's hard because there aren't perfect analogies for this stuff between men and women. So I could say like swallow semen, but then it's like, well, but, but, but men don't, you know, that, that's like a a heterosexual thing. Don't want to do that. Right. Heterosexual men, presumably, or at least whatever, we don't have to get into this right now, but presumably they do want to do it. I think that, okay. I mean, I think that it's somewhat common for a man to want to put a finger up the woman's butt and not want to finger up his butt. Yeah. But I think mean, that's like a man, fairly common one. Does the man want to do that because he thinks she's getting pleasure from it? Or does he want to do it because it's dirty or naughty? Maybe he wants to do it because he thinks she's not getting pleasure Some from it? Some women claim to get there? pleasure from that. <clears throat> so it's not impossible yes, he wants to, Yeah, I've, it's not I've impossible he wants to do it. Multiple women that like prefer it, ask for it. 
request it. That ask for a finger up their butt. Yeah. And my recollection about this is the way that they ask for it is they just wiggle their butt or something. They don't actually say it. Yeah, that's right. And so then you you don't actually know they were asking for that. Uh, like you, you did it, you obliged, and then they smiled or something. They moaned. I'm thinking here. Approvingly. I mean, I've definitely, uh, post-act, had um, conversations about it. I'm trying to think about before I know so it's like a let's say it's a new partner and yeah. you know I'm I'm cupping their 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 buttock and I can feel them sort of shimmying in such a way that's insinuating my finger toward their asshole. Uh how do you differentiate between their them shimmying your finger toward their asshole or their vagina? Yeah. It's it's just a it's just a feeling, Mike. I, I don't okay. I don't know how to describe okay. the, the exact the exact thing here. But I mean, importantly, you can tell when people are not insinuating toward their asshole. You know, they kind of like how does that work? Turn away a little bit, or you know, clench. Like you can tell when people don't want uh, any attention there. Okay, but I mean, but okay. And so, why would a? I mean, I think that. But my answer of why a guy would want to do that is it's just more dominant. Right. It's like I'm penetrating you more, penetrating you harder. Yeah. Which makes sense to me that that like kind of turns the guy on. Um, and why would a woman want to do that to a guy? Uh, I don't know, because she's like, uh, it gives her some measure of control. She might fetishize it. There when I can see reasons both directions. I, We've had yeah. people on the show claim that, you know, some men like a prostate massage. I guess that's oh, different for sure. than, a, than a finger up the asshole. Well, but I mean, I mean, it's uh, part yeah. of it. it's, it's, it's a subset of fingers up the asshole. You can find porn easily where guys like appear to have much stronger orgasms when something's stuck up their butt. Yeah. So, I mean, I, that's believable to me. Um, but so, okay. So, I mean, but I think that answers your question. If there's some, is there some act where, you know, it's relatively common for one party to want to do it to the other. I, in other words, I don't think that what this guy, I, okay. I don't think that wanting like i don't think the peg peg me so i can do anal to you is really a completely fair trade actually um because at at core you're talking about penetration and it's uh-huh. more uh a male female to female activity than a female to male activity okay um, so so you think this guy should be doubly bad like not only did he make a overly generous offer in the first place but oh, she yeah. reneged on it oh yeah yeah, he should be really irritated that he's basically what what she did is she sort of bluffed him and then he called the bluff and he lost or maybe that's the wrong way to describe it but like she 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 tricked him she didn't want to peg him probably but she just thought well he'll definitely say no to this right. and then you know yeah, but, but what was going on she's like she the just dog didn't. that caught the car or something she right was like, well, what do I do now there's another piece to this which is I that mean, he says that he has go ahead can't she say you know reasonably hey. I could tell you didn't like it. Why do you want to do this thing that you know is uncomfortable to me? Like, couldn't she sort of take this sort of higher ground position by and and say something like that? Because, because like things, okay. There's a difference between uncomfortable and like downright painful. Yeah. There's like a, there's a spectrum there, which I think it's fair to say. And when someone is in a dominant role and someone's in a submissive role, it's often the case that the person in the submissive role experiences things that are, you know, that, that, that it's, it, look, there's things like spanking or tying someone up. There's a whole spectrum of things that a man or that a more dominant person does to a more submissive person that like puts them in some kind of discomfort. And so 
I mean, it just from my, from my perspective, it just falls along that spectrum. She's saying she doesn't want this kind of discomfort. That's fine, but it's not like inherently problematic that he wants to do something that like is uncomfortable for her, right? Because that's part of the that can be frequently part of sex play. Like there must be something you do you've done with partners that you enjoy that they they find uncomfortable. Can you? No, nothing ever. Really. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what about like, I mean, there, there could even just be a position. Like, for example, a lot of yeah. men like to sort of put a woman's legs over her shoulders or like way yeah. back. Like that's not, I mean, try doing that. It's a hip it's sort of uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. And, but, but, and I'm not, it's also possible for something to be kind of uncomfortable, but also kind of like it because it's exciting and like you see how much your partner likes it or whatever. Right. Yeah. And so that it could fall into that category. <sighs> yeah, I suppose. Do you think that like, okay, you know, like some women have, what is it called? Vaginismus. It's like this condition Mm -hmm. where their muscles tighten up uh, sometimes uh, subconsciously. Um, It's true. If your penis is large enough, then all women you have sex with have vaginismus. (laughs) Or the experience of having vaginismus. So some women find penetrative sex more painful than others. Like, mightn't it be the case that some women find anal sex substantially more painful than others definitely that's definitely right because there are women that claim to enjoy it they kind of like angle toward it um i mean that's a, that's like and some that say that thing. it's really painful and they hate it right yeah i mean it's and, and people have different pain tolerances and they also experience discomfort differently right i mean there 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 are people who who like i mean look there are dudes who like to have nails nailed through their cocks Right. Or whatever. They're these like yeah, crazy. People, I mean, they're people that really get into like the pain is the pleasure. Yeah. That there's some like they they just want the like neurons stimulated or something. And I think there can be the same thing for a woman. And also it makes sense to me that for a woman like who's submit being more submissive, that an act that kind of like degrades her might make or whatever, puts her yeah. more submissive, might give her a lot of psychological reward. And so yeah, for that one. Where whereas another another type of woman who's not uh as much into being submissive doesn't doesn't get it. Right. I wanted to bring up though with this guy that I also found curious the fact that he has a fetish for anal. I mean, I don't. I actually, I mean, I'm aware. I'm not sure that's a thing I've a way I've heard anal described before. Someone having a fetish for it. First of which all, which is entirely possible. It's just a little odd. I mean, I don't think we should perseverate uh, too much about this guy's word choice on anything. <laughs> But okay. yeah, he does say he has a big anal fetish. I think that just means he's wanted to try anal for a long time. That's his way of saying that. Yeah. I mean, there are guys who have fed it, who, you know, want somebody to take a dump on them and stuff like that. There's a lot of different kind of weird fetishes, but I actually would put, <laughs> I would say having a fetish about wanting to dominate makes, I think it's much more common than having a fetish actually about the anus. Like that's a little weirder to me, uh, which isn't to say that it doesn't yeah. exist, but it's, a, I, I feel like it's somewhat less likely that he feels that way than that he just wants to be more dominant. I think that if I were like giving him advice. I'm not that interested in anal sex myself, Mm -hmm. uh, but I do occasionally like watching anal porn. It is, it's, it's, it feels more dominant. Yes. So. Well, which, uh, which part of it is more compelling to you, the man, or is maybe it's equal the man sort of like doing this dominant thing or the woman, how submissive the woman is in that position. I think the latter yeah, for me too. Yeah. For me too. Like, there's um, there are a number of different like things that can happen in porn where it's and it's u- usually the thing that gets my attention is how powerless the woman is in the situation. Right. Like, right. it's sort of a turn on. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, I wanted to say one more thing about... Okay, so I think this woman could uh, steal man her reneging case by saying, look, man, like you didn't like it and now you want to do this to me. I think that's one way she could do it. Another thing she could point out is they shouldn't have gotten a clone of his penis. They should have gotten a penis that's... Uh, like, I don't know what her weight is and in, in, in his weight or or his height and her height, but she probably has a, a smaller asshole than him. So they should have gotten a bigger penis so that it's the same amount of discomfort. Do you think that men... Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any evidence to suggest that men's anuses are larger than women's anuses. I could, well, I could even actually if they argue. were the same size. It might be bigger just because he's a man. Presumably yeah, the man is, presumably the man is bigger anyway. They, they usually yeah. Are. I mean the, but for the both sort of those reasons, he should, he should have, he should take a bigger, a bigger dick. I'm not sure that that's accurate anatomically. I'm not sure it's wrong either. And the reason why I'm not sure is because you know that like that, that's an area of the body where women's body parts can be larger because that's where the head of the baby passes through and on the birth canal and stuff like that. It's, it's actually possible that a woman's, that there's more, I'm not, I'm actually not sure. I, my, my um, prior on that would be that they're the same size, my guess. I mean, have you, like, I haven't looked at enough, like, shits that women take versus men <laughs> to say, oh, the man's is definitively larger. My diameter. prior is definitely that the man's uh, are are bigger. But so you so you think that I mean just just taking yeah, this to his logic. I don't know. You think that if you if if you were some sort of uh uh proctologist, I'm not sure even what I don't actually don't know what specialty would study this. And you did a study where you measured the the the, the going here of men yeah. and women, like, that the women's yes. turds would be smaller. Yes, I think that uh, diameter. An expert. Uh, this would probably be somebody who works in a lab that uh, does like maybe deworming studies or something. They see a lot of shit, and right. they they've you know seen a plethora from from men and women, and yeah, I think that they. I guess, huh? Okay, so if would a man I and a woman, it? I mean, I I, I hmm. Let me say one thing: if a man and a woman. Men and women have around the same size mouth and esophagus. I think I'm not totally sure, but let's just, let me just finish. If a man and a woman then ate the same amount of food or the same amount and kind of uh, breakdown of food, yeah, uh, that would mean that the man would have wider, shorter turds, and the woman would have narrower, longer turds because yes, there has to be the course. same amount of volume, right? Yep, yeah, but of course, men eat more to make up for their no, larger size. But I mean, let's say that. You had a man and a woman who ate the same amount and had the same breakdown of fiber, sugar, carbon, yeah, 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 all yeah. those things. Yeah. That the way, right, in general, the man, the woman, I'm just imagining that the man would produce these kind of like thick logs and the woman is producing these snakes. That's sort right. of like, in, okay. I I'm mean, not sure that's true. <laughs> You're arguing by first principles here. This is good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you make a compelling point. Um, I mean, okay. On the other side, I mean, you allow that like people have poop signatures, right? Like surely um, what? you could tell the difference between yours and your wife's, right? Like if you- I've not done any work on that in my entire <laughs> life. How do you, what makes you say that? Do you, have you done, so, has there something that happened to you in your life where you've had to tra trace the poop signature of people? <laughs> no, but I've, I've thought about this. I mean, there are people on Reddit that, you know, make these spreadsheets of their- 
speaking of things you could track by spreadsheet that you know that they'll mm-hmm. track their poops and they'll talk about okay. you know color and size and um uh is it consistency a firmness there's actually like a scale at all yeah, yeah i don't let's move I mean, on no <laughs> okay but, but good job not talking about poop you know extensively yeah, for i will them. grant i will grant this children obviously make smaller poops than adults yes uh and so obviously there's some relationship to body size i just think that like uh, yeah the difference between a five foot five woman and a five foot say a six foot man is gonna yeah. you know the anus size difference is going to be kind of minor but okay you know i i take your point that maybe the guy should have been pegged by a slightly larger diameter <laughs> thing okay i, I really i mean it's all it's not here. just that like pegging is also like um okay let, let me this is not going to be about poop pegging has always struck me as less um, fraught than actual anal sex. And the reason why is because if somebody's, when somebody's pegging you, they're not actually getting any pleasure out of it. There's no urgency uh, to sort of like get the stimulation they need to get to orgasm. If somebody's fucking your asshole mm-hmm. and they're within the last two minutes of getting, of orgasming, like uh-huh. it's kind of hard to stop them. <laughs> You know, it's like, it's, you're put at, I think, more risk. I, I've thought that before. That like, I, yeah. I, if I had the choice between setting aside, like, it's really hard to set all this aside, but setting aside the fact that it's a man versus a woman, setting aside, like, get a STD risk, all that kind of stuff, the fact that there's semen, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I would yeah. still prefer being pegged by an object just because I don't want to deal with that urgency, that orgasm urgency happening inside my body in a tender, you know, delicate orifice where it hurts. That seems really fucking horrible. The risk there seems horrible. It's a definite downside to going to prison. Uh, yes, amongst others. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, let's move on. Um, yeah. This person says the sex is awful. I, a 32 year old female, thought I found the perfect guy, a 50 year old male. So we have a 50 year old man, 32 year old woman. We met organically nice. on a plane. We both have daughters that are the same age. We go to the same church. He supports my career and we have amazing conversations. He doesn't drink. He's hyper intelligent. He makes really good money. I know that doesn't matter, but it matters. He's a little goofy and that's completely fine. I need a guy that's okay with being weird. My past relationships have been alpha male, super masculine, completely full of themselves. Yeesh. How would you like reading that your partner was saying that you are not an alpha male, super masculine? That's probably what people would say about me. So I'm fine with it. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I just took that to mean alpha male. No, you're not. You're not alpha male, super masculine, but you're not whatever the opposite of those things are. Being the opposite of those is. But she isn't saying that this person's the opposite of that. She's just saying that, you know. Yeah. All right. The one thing that I can't get over is the sex. His package is extremely small and it maybe lasts 30 <laughs> seconds. I've always been a very <laughs> sex forward type of person, but it's been increasingly something I just don't want to do. Even him going downtown isn't enjoyable. Does anyone else have a relationship where they aren't fulfilled sexually, but it works because I don't know. Does it work? Uh, okay. She said even him going downtown doesn't work. I, it's that that's or, it's it's asked in the comments and she doesn't respond to anything but okay it's ambiguous she says just uh, even going downtown even him going downtown isn't enjoyable so i guess that implies that's him going down on her yeah that's right that makes sense okay so yeah because that would be the thing that would be the saving throw right i mean 
Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I think, I think honestly, a lot of women, okay, let's set aside micro penises, like true, true issue thing, things there, but mm-hmm. a small penis, like probably doesn't matter if the guy can reliably bring her to orgasm. I don't think a woman, well, I but I think a lot of women, we wouldn't be such a big deal. Yeah. There, um, we've, we've been through yeah. this before. There are some people who consider themselves size Queens, but sure. I suspect even them are probably a bit confused, but there are probably some. There's some non-zero amount that like have a requirement for yeah. a huge cock. The, the penis size thing, I think, is mostly in the guy's head. Is the point? Yes. Um, so to speak. Uh, unfortunately, I, I wish it were. Uh, if 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 you're gay, I don't think it's. <laughs> I think among gay men, it's much more important than it is in heterosexual. Do you situations. want bigger or smaller if you're a gay man? They want bigger, typically. Jesus. I just I just feel that way from like all of the media and like porn and stuff that I've seen uh, of gay stuff. Like it seems like they there's a lot of fetishizing of really just big, which makes sense. I mean, I mean there is some hetero porn too, but all right, there is there is, but it's that that part. Look, hetero porn's targeted at men. For women, stuff that's targeted at women, it's much more confusing. The stuff they like is uh, bizarre sometimes. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I, I don't have any advice for her about the bad sex. That sounds like a problem. I actually, the reason why I included this is something that she almost mentioned as a throwaway. She says, he makes okay. really good money. I know that doesn't matter, but it matters. And the reason why yes. I included this is you and I have talked a lot offline and, and some on the show about uh, our differing opinions on uh, how much oh. the man, how much the man making being important to the woman. And generally you think it's more important. I think it's less important. I think it's important. I just think that it's really interesting how much women are under pressure to act like it doesn't matter to them. Like even in this context, she's like, yeah, she, 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 it's obviously important to her. She brings it up. He's 50 years old. She's 32. But she even has to put it, it this parenthetical. I know that doesn't matter, but it matters because she knows that she's going to get judgment from this is uh, this post was on two X chromosomes, by the way. Hmm. And so, so the, the women's the, the, the sort of hyper uh, this moderately been a, hyper feminist subreddit. This should have been as safe a space as, as possible. Right. Um, and, oh, well, no, she could have gotten shouted down on two X chromosomes for saying that ma- money mattered. Because because oh, it's women shaming each other, that makes sense to me. But okay, so uh, yes, so yeah. we, you want to talk about the the uh, fact that she feels bad about caring about that, basically. Yeah, it, yeah. It, I don't know if she does feel bad. She she wants to virtue signal that she feels bad about, or or that she, she acknowledges it. Right. I mean, I think this comes down to this question. So I I understand where that comes from. I mean, it comes from romance. Uh, whatever you know, romantic novels, um, romantic comedy films, fairy tales, like just lots and lots and lots of cultural stuff that tells that. And I'm not sure why. It's an interesting question, actually. I'm not sure why, but tells women, tells society that love is love, and you should women should find the person that's their soulmate or something like that, right? I mean, uh-huh. this is like and 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 it's and this is kind of cutting. The, the the money thing, the career thing cuts against that. It's like, well, you know, and, and yeah, and there's a lot of like books, films, you know, media that that shows a woman sort of betting on the guy who's kind of a loser. You know, like the the movie Rocky, say, like, right? I mean, the whole like a lot of that's that the, the first movie, right? A lot of it's just a love story about like how 
this woman is like devoted to this guy who's kind of a loser, right? Yeah. Um, and and it and it's very compelling, right? It's like, oh, you know, the, the people they can they can make a team and fight against anything, yeah. right? And people find, say, like Donald Trump and Melania Trump kind of gross because it's obviously. Uh, there's like a bunch of reasons it's gross, but like, let's just take yeah. this one, which is, it's obviously kind of like a marriage of convenience where she's like, I'm hot, <laughs> you're rich, let's do it. How dare you, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, I guess I don't understand why there's so much, like if you were to ask, um, a group of women, how important it was to them. I wonder in what context they'd I, I wonder in what context they're honest with themselves and what context they'd be honest with the asker and in what context they would feel like they needed to virtue signal something. I saw a, a a survey recently that was asking what the top traits men found in women and women found in men. For men and women, it was kind of the obvious things. Um but for women looking for men, the number one thing was intelligence. Which I view Is as kind of an just- like competence and intelligence are just a proxy for wealth. It's pre, it's it could be a precursor though, right? So I mean, if you if you imagine a society like most of human history where women are selective, but they're selecting men kind of young, so you don't really know who's going to be successful yet. These would be the traits you would look for. Although, you know, if there's somebody born into a wealthy family, that's also a decent trait, right? That's not really a trait, but it's a situation yeah. that you could rely on yeah so that, yeah yeah so they're proxies but they're like time shifted right yeah i i do see on dating apps a lot um women will say they're looking for a man with some ambition with some drive and i think mm-hmm. it makes sense like i bet a lot of women these days date these men who you know live in their basement and play xbox all day and that could be tiresome I mean, yeah, I, I think I don't really know the answer to why society, I mean, part of me, part of me, and I almost want to say that like these cultural artifacts are created, were created by men. So they're misleading to women. That's, that's like a kind of a mm. radical feminist type argument that I, I don't normally like, but it's, yeah. it's a little hard to understand why so little of culture basically is practical advice for women saying, Hey, you know, you should find a guy that's going to be like going to actually meet the emotional need you have, which is for somebody who's competent, ambitious, and so forth. Yeah. Um, and whereas for men, society's completely fine with the messaging that, yeah, look, you want somebody that's going to be good at, that, that has, you know, caretaking, a, a symmetrical face and large breasts and whatever else, like the things that are associated <laughs> with fecundity. Well, yeah, but, but even their, even their um, personality traits, um, yeah, being uh, empathetic and these kinds of things are, considered pluses right out in the open you don't need to like put it in a parenthetical (laughs) yeah and like loyalty loyalty from a woman is also important right so you don't get cucked uh but these yeah these are all kind of out in the open but like the it's true and and actually it's interesting that um i mean men as you as you know like some large number of times i've crossed swords with women who uh say that i'm too prescriptive about what women want or whatever. Oh, I don't understand. I don't know what they, what they want. Uh, and uh, some of it comes down to this where it's like, I'm being too simplistic by suggesting that the things they want are status, a guy who's high status, guy who's high, high ambition, intelligent, yes. uh, competent. Um, 
And yet, and, and so it's like, where does that come from? Where does their conclusion that like, that's too simplistic come from? I mean, nobody has a problem with guys wanting hot chicks. Right. Why can't there just be sort of like a simple way right. to at least understand it to yeah, first uh, degree? There's like this, um, yeah, like knee jerk reaction against the accusation that they might like somebody that, you know, has a Tesla or, or dresses well, right? Like it's- right. It, But to be I, fair I, now, but you think it's less important than I think it is. Well, that's yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever thought it's less important. I think that it women's relationship with it is complicated. I think a lot of women have been so gaslighted on this that they themselves believe that money doesn't matter. It's a little bit like, you know what it's a little bit like? Do I even want to say this? Yeah, I'm going to say it. Uh you, it's, I've been at a couple companies where we've had police officers come in and speak with us and they're like, if you're walking down the street or if you're in an elevator alone and somebody steps in or you see somebody that makes you feel uncomfortable, just step out of the elevator or cross the street. You don't need to. Yeah. Um, and, and what they're really saying is, yeah, like if you see like a person and they seem threatening to you, it's okay to um, cross the street. Okay. Um, people are assiduously trying not to say the thing, which is, yeah, if Fair. you see something that like is triggering your spider sense, it's okay to like cross the street or step out of the elevator. Right. And people have reasonable judgments based on their knowledge of kind of who commits crime. Like for example, women do not commit many violent crimes. That's, that's right. like a safe one to say. And so if you're walking down the street and a woman is, a woman is walking toward you, you're probably fine. If it's a man and it's late at night, Hey, less fine. Right. And there's kind of a sliding scale there. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. I've heard that many times. Yeah, maybe you're saving me from getting canceled here. But in any case, um, where was I going with this? Yeah, there's there's some analogy here toward women who, yeah, like they feel like they need to signal that they're not um, they're not in, interested in wealth or status, but almost almost to the point where they believe it themselves and will do something um, that will harm themselves because they're, they're so busy, like virtue signaling here. Right. You're basically saying that that like the people that know in the crime dimension and really honestly, people that know in the relationship and family and life dimension tell you, Hey, there are these basic rules you can follow and things go much better. And people will say, well, but I don't want to be a stereotype. I don't want to stereotype. Yeah. I want to, and that's right. In, in a lot of ways, like romantic comedies and romance and stuff like that is oddly going against these stereotypes. Um, and at least it's, I don't know. I'm not sure. I actually don't know yeah. what the cultural, I'd have to, I'd have to think for a while to come up with a theory about why culture would have come up with fairy tales and whatnot that are like that, that are, yeah, that are sort I of mean, cutting against the aristocracy or there's something. There's also a ton of, of fiction where it's just the standard prince or, you know, wealthy man. You know, That's true. Like uh, what? What is it? Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, these gothic romance is, novels. Where is the Fifty Shades of Grey guy rich? Yeah, he's like this rich bachelor, and then she's—I don't remember what she is. She's just graduated from chick. college or something. Yeah, that sounds pretty hot. Um, all right, let's do one more topic. Uh, this person yeah. says, "My boyfriend just stopped sex because I was rubbing my clit. I kept going to rub it during missionary because I like it, and it's the easiest way to get off." And he kept moving my hand. He didn't rub it himself after moving my hand. And I also thought it was normal for me to help myself get off, but he moved it off of me and said, we're done here. When I asked why, he said it's because it means he's doing a bad job if I need to do that to come. Mm. I explained that that's not the case at all and that he's not doing a bad job and that I love having sex with him. I explained that sometimes I just like to do that because that's what the clit is there for, but he's pretty upset and angry. I tried to reinitiate sex, but he threw his clothes on and said he isn't horny anymore. So obviously I didn't keep trying. 
we're long distance and he's visiting me. I'm now on the couch writing a paper and he's in my room. He won't come out with me. Says he's not hungry, but it's 1 p.m. <laughs> I feel like I've done something horribly wrong. The guilt I feel is crazy. I'm so upset. What else can I do here? So she doesn't say their ages, but presumably this is a young man who and a young woman. I mean, they're well, they're in school, right? She's working on it. Yeah. Paper. Yeah. Good point. I mean, the fact that she feels guilt, that's I mean, this is just in, this is like insane. Like she should not feel guilty. He's there's something wrong with him. Uh, I mean, inexperience could be the thing that's wrong with him. But uh, I mean, you yeah, see it even in you see it in porn. In fact, it's a little bit annoying in porn sometimes when the girl is rubbing herself. Like on one hand, like I like that she's going for pleasure, but on the other, like it's sort of blocking the view. Um, they're they're very careful in porn to like position in such a way so you can see the point of penetration. And when their yeah. hand is over their over their slit, it's kind of. I guess you mean when the porn is shot from like sort of over her shoulder, so pointing down toward they're in the missionary position or something, and she and so her wrist and hand are covering. I mean, if 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 it's shot from the guy's POV, yeah, she wouldn't be covering very much. Although, do you you need yeah. you, you want the the view of that sort of upper part of the vulva? I think there? I do. I think oh, okay. All things being equal, yes, I think I do. Well, maybe that's what this guy's problem is. Is he? It's he's just mad because she's occluding the view. He's like, look. Although it's not, I'm kidding. It's not. No, I know. Sorry. I was, I was having another thought, which is in actual sex. I don't mind if the woman does that. It's not that I don't mind. I, I strongly encourage like do whatever you can to like reach an orgasm. Like, Yeah. I mean, the only negative great. about it, the only negatives about it can be one, something involving fingernails in your yes. cock. Yes. I'm glad okay. you brought that up. Yeah, I agree. And the second one is, you know, depending on the position you're in, like her hand might limit your penetration depth yeah but i mean these are minor well, those things, things are true. To this, yeah those are minor nits yeah 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 uh, but yeah of course i mean it's like yeah i mean the guy's got it exactly wrong if the woman's masturbating yeah uh while you're fucking her while you're having sex yeah she it feels means comfortable that she's, she's going yeah, for her awesome. own pleasure yeah it's really good right and like the in like the there's only like good things coming out of that so he so discouraging that is a, a real kind of rookie mistake or something that's strange and he also does i guess doesn't understand that well this is like he's a victim of certain porn and certain tropes that suggest to guys that a large percentage of women get off without clitoral stimulation i don't remember ever being confused about that but maybe i was i'm not a young man anymore it's been a long time yeah i don't i don't think i was ever i mean i i know i was never confused about that but but I remember in high school uh, going for the clit and women and girls being surprised. In other words, I remember ah. girls who had some experience uh, <laughs> yes. being surprised, like, like, oh, look, how did you know how to do that? Yeah. Which I nowadays, I don't think a girl would say something like that. I think she would know, well, you, you're on porn. Obviously. Yeah. Oh, but back then. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, like it was. It was. A, they were pleasantly surprised. Uh, right. No, I know. Uh, I, I know yeah. exactly what you're saying. Yeah, their previous experiences had been with men that had that were clueless, and so coming right. across a, a Casanova like yourself with his uh, well, no, it was confusing. The thing, one of the things that made it particularly confusing, and I couldn't. Ex- this is. I mean, I couldn't explain how I knew because it was uh, back then in the '90s. It was considered pretty nerdy to be doing anything on a computer. Right. So I wasn't just gonna be like, baby, I. Right. I read about it in the dictionary or, something, or the encyclopedia. I can't. I mean, what are you going to say? Right. Uh, but 
yeah, I think there was some confusion about how I knew the structure of their anatomy clearly. Uh, this is, yeah, this is something I think would have passed into history. And, and it's actually, it's surprising on some level that a guy would have this confusion. Like that, I, I don't, yeah. like so, society's sort of failing here. There are, I mean, there are still men who are, don't look at porn as much as we do or did. Yeah. But I don't understand why in the day of the internet. How you really think that's true? A North American what do you man. Think? Without what percentage? What percentage of uh, teenage, uh, say, seventeen-year-olds? What percentage of seventeen-year-old boys in the United States uh, use, like, I'm trying. I'm trying to frame this. Like, say, use no porn. It's really low, right? I don't know. I I remember uh, I had a friend in high school who told me he had never masturbated. He was kind of religious. He might have been lying because, like, how old was he? Uh, why did, why did 17 or so? Up? Maybe 16. Why did that come up? <laughs> I don't Uh-oh. want to give identifying details, actually. Well, I understand, but I'm just curious, like, what, uh, yeah, what maybe, general well, kind of situation between we were teenage in a, boys we were in a We were on a school trip. and okay. uh, To a prostitute. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> no. We were, like, all talking about it. And, yeah. He, in the bus I guess or he, something? No, he offered that he never had. You were... were Okay, you were just like walking around on a field trip and then somebody was like, hey, what do you guys think about beating off? <laughs> Something like that, sure, yeah. Okay. And, and, then, and then he offered that he never had to the group. There were four of us. There were four of you and the, other, the rest of you were like, oh yeah, I beat off. Yes, of course. Okay, so, so uh, I don't- We were, yeah, when we I was were in like high school, 17, people we weren't 14. I think even at 17, I think we would have like in high school been Demured. kind of- we would, no, we would have not admitted to beating off. Huh. Yeah. I remember maybe, very maybe specifically. I'm mis- maybe I'm misremembering. I, I do specifically remember uh, this person announcing that he had never masturbated. Yeah. I remember very specifically with the two girls I had sex with in high school, not with both of them being not masturbating or even rubbing my penis in front of them. I remember that. I remember like getting to college and then like that changing. Huh. Like not being embarrassed anymore, but like I I didn't want to imply to them that I knew how to masturbate, which right. is preposterous, of course. Yeah, but like of these, course. these are like these hangups people have. Right, right. So so I I think it's possible that he just didn't want to like I, put it this way, if I had been that fourth member of your group, I might have it would depend on what the other people said. If the three people said yes, I would have said yes. Yeah, I I just don't. If I had to go first though, I might have said nah, pass or something. I remember for a long time wondering if he'd ever let's assuming he hadn't actually ever masturbated, if he had ever had a wet dream, like had he ever even had an orgasm? Like does you the wondered body, that for a long time? I mean, I still kind of wonder. Like what happens if you, if you just stop masturbating, do you I could I could reach out on Facebook. Yes, you that this was already you'd already started your unbroken streak of uh days or whatever weeks with a, at least one orgasm or something he that has, continues to this day. He has at least one child now. So that implies he's had an orgasm. It it does, although it could have uh, there are other, there are other ways. There are other ways. But All no, right. you look he's probably, yeah, moved off of that. That's enough for uh, this this right. episode of Your Mileage May Vary. You can uh, send us feedback or questions to ymmvpod at gmail.com. We pay $10 for feedback. So just give us your Venmo or PayPal and any feedback, and we'll give you 10 bucks. 
Uh, and if you send us a question, let us know if you don't want us, want us to use it on the air. We appreciate your time. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week on Your Mileage May Vary. Je me goûte.